Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus. It's a series that uh, comforts us with the good news that when we pray, we never pray alone. Uh, We pray, and specifically, we pray the Psalms with Jesus. Now, this is quite a comfort when we are, um, as we have been talking about, uh, in the pit. Uh, There's a number of different ways we get in that pit, right? Sometimes it's our own sinful actions and uh, we trespass and we suffer the consequences. Well, there are psalms for that, right? We call those the penitential psalms. They help us acknowledge our sin, affirm, agree with God about it, um, confess it, uh, but also to receive the forgiveness of sins. Uh, There are times when the world pushes us into the pit, right? The unrighteous versus the righteous. Uh, ultimately, you know, the one behind all of this is the devil himself and uh, that spiritual realm, always against the people of God and the kingdom of God. So you have the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, against the unholy Trinity, the, the anti-Trinity, uh, which are the enemies of God and his people, uh, and these agents of the unholy Trinity, uh, you know, being uh, the devil, the demons, um, you know, the unrighteous. And uh, so the chief end and the chief goal of the devil is always to create unbelief or misbelief, to drive us to false belief, idolatry. Uh, And when we do, uh, when he does that, and when we uh, fall into these places of doubt, it always leads to despair. And when there is this despair and pain, uh, we try and comfort ourselves and uh, we do it in ways that are against the, the way and the will of God. And that leads to, as Martin Luther would say in his little catechism, uh, the devil seduces us into misbelief, despair, and other great shame and vice. So uh, there's always a psalm for that, right? The enemies are doing it to me. And the enemies, in this case, uh, yes, they may be horses and chariots and bows and arrows and spears. But again, the ultimate enemies are always those ones, those powers, those principalities, the fiery darts that come against us, attacking our mind, uh, causing great anxiety and doubt in our heart. And uh, so we are in this battle. And so the Psalms help us, uh, uh, help us fight. Uh, they give us a battle cry. Uh, much like the Lord's the Lord's prayer. So there's a psalm for fighting these these enemies. The psalm uh, specifically is Psalm 18. So the psalmist says, "I love you, O Lord, my rock, my strength, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, in whom I take refuge." Right. So uh, here we have this conflict. Or already we need a a, a protector, a shelter, a deliverer. It says there, God is our shield, the horn of our salvation, uh, this high tower. And so the psalmist says, I call to the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. And then the enemies are described um, uh, in very vivid terms. Uh, verse 4, talk about the cords of death and the floods of destruction, and the cords of the grave, and the snares of death, and uh, how in our distress we cry out, we call out to God. And the promise is that he answers, that he answers us. 
Verse 16 of Psalm 18 says, he sets, uh, you know, he sent from on high and he took me and he drew me out of these, these deep waters, uh, the pit. He delivers, he delivers me from my strong enemy, from those who uh, hated me, for they were too mighty for me. So on our own, we can't fight this battle. Uh, these enemies are too strong for us. We're in a place of great uh, despair, of vulnerability, and, and God himself needs to be our rock, our fortress, our salvation, our shield, um, the one who comes down into the pit and fights with us. Well, that's the Lord, the Lord Jesus. Uh, verse 18 of Psalm 18 continues, says, Well, they came on me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. And he brought me out and says, into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. And then uh, Psalm 18, verse 20, the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the clean, uh, cleanliness, the cleanness of my hands. Uh, he has rewarded me for I've kept the ways of the Lord. Now, again, we're praying these Psalms with Jesus. So we don't stand there in our own righteousness saying these things. So the Lord hasn't rewarded me according to my personal righteousness. However, because of faith in Christ Jesus, the righteousness of Jesus is mine. So we give to him our sins and he gives to us um his righteousness. He clothes us with his works. So we never pray boldly before God based upon our own works, our own merit. So when we talk about uh, our righteousness, this is the righteousness that comes from another and is placed on us. And so the only reason we can say we are clean or pure in heart is not because we've kept the law, but rather because the one who has kept the law perfectly, our brother, gives to us his holiness, his his works, uh, again, his righteousness. So we don't pray these psalms again uh, by our ourselves. Um, and so whenever the psalms talk about how we are righteous or blameless, it's, it's always the righteousness of another that has been given to us. Now, Psalm 18, verse 34 says, well, basically the fight's on. Uh, he, the Lord, teaches my hands to to war, so that my arms bend a bow of bronze. And he's given to me this, this shield of salvation, and how his right hand sustains me, and how we pursue these enemies and overtake them until they're consumed, and uh, they shall fall under my feet. So this is all war, battle uh, imagery, right? Kings would go off to war, and then uh, in victory, they would sit down and they would say, all, all of these have been put under uh, under my, my feet. Again, this is our brother fighting with us. Uh, we cannot fight these enemies, conquer these enemies on our own, but he is, uh, uh, he is the warrior. He is the one who goes to the cross and in this uh, defeat of the devil, and our sin and death. He puts all of those uh, under his feet. Now, we know that because 1 Corinthians 15, again, scripture interpreting scripture, used the, uses this phrase uh, about the work of Jesus. So, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 25 says, For he, speaking of Messiah, the Lord Jesus, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. 
The last enemy to be destroyed or abolished is death, for he put all things in subjection under his feet. And that's a direct quote from Psalm 8. He has put all things under his feet. Well, that's referencing, again, the cross and the resurrection. That in the death and the resurrection of Jesus, the ultimate enemies have been uh, have been vanquished. So um, it's a battle cry, isn't it? Psalms, uh, psalms like uh, this, um, and it, God gives us words to fight. You know, the enemies are doing it to me. Not just uh, not just man, physical, you know, uh, enemies, uh, but uh, more specifically, the reality of the enemies. Uh, the ones in the principalities and powers, the devil himself. So there's a psalm for that, right? Psalm 18. So a little excur- excursion, uh, spend some time just going through Psalm 18. See it as a, as a battle cry, a crying out, and always, always understanding that the Lord Jesus is there. So when it speaks of righteousness, it's not our righteousness, but rather it is the, the right works, the righteousness of another given to us and that's our shield and that's the weapon that we have against the devil against sin uh, even against death itself so take heart Uh, again we don't pray these psalms alone we pray them with jesus and uh, he is forever and perfectly interceding for us but also coming alongside of us praying with us uh, in and through us as well